Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Anti Politics Podcast. Very special surprise for you today. I had to go out looking deep into the fucking trenches, but I fucking found him. My guy, Alan Lemp. How are you doing, man? Hey, dude. dude what the fuck, I, uh, dude? What what happened? Uh, uh, I'm far too wholesome for Facebook, apparently. <laughs> uh, I mean, who knew that telling people to drink more water and take care of their community and take care of themselves was uh, an extremist form of being Um, just like always. They didn't give me a reason Uh, if they if I wanted to dispute it, I would have to send in a picture of my ID. Um, So I took that as, you know, identifying Mark. Right. Um, And I figured the most identifying Mark on my body would be my butthole. Um, (laughs) So I send him a I send him a big old picture of my brown eye. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Zuckerberg. Uh so I, I I will create another Facebook page here soon. I've I've learned from the 60 or so that I've had. Um allegedly. Allegedly, yes, allegedly in Minecraft. Um that you don't want to do it right away because it won't last in Minecraft. Um Especially with me, because this will be allegedly my 85th account between Twitter and Facebook total. Yeah. Like, just let that sink in. Yeah, but it, 80... would, def- it would definitely be against uh, Facebook policy to to do that. So uh, so we're definitely not doing that. Nobody's doing that. No, no. I, I mean, even though Facebook has said that they will allow people to have up to, like, what, five accounts now? Yeah, but you know, me. Uh, but rules are rules, was, right? Can't can't go breaking rules. Rules aren't real, just like laws aren't real. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, this is this is a this is a fucking PG rated podcast. <laughs> yeah, god damn it, guys, keep your fucking shit together. Lower your language. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was I, I was actually so. If you want to hear a really funny story about this too, um, I was sitting somewhere talking with somebody that we met and it came up that I have allegedly had a lot of different accounts on certain social media sites and I get kicked off all the time. And as we're having this chat, I go to check my Facebook and come to find out I was kicked off. (laughs) Drink your motherfucking water. That's ridiculous, man. I can't believe that shit fucking happened in the middle of that conversation. And then I got a message from Appleseed and he was like, yo, man, uh, I think I got the permazuck. He's like, it looks like you did, too. And I was like, I sure freaking did. Um, But what are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? Apparently can't be wholesome nowadays. That's right wing extremism. Everything's everything's fascism and everything's fucking communism. Everything's fucking super extreme, dude. All the time. Super fucking extreme. (laughs) <laughs> Everything I don't like is fascism. 
<laughs> uh, but you know, I'm still on Twitter. So, uh, or X, what, you know, whatever X, you want to call it now, the X, X, X gonna give it to you. Um, <laughs> so yes, if anybody wants to, if anyone wants to find me under there, uh, at Alan underscore lump, like I have been for a while, hopefully that profile will, uh, will last. We'll see. Um, they, they have a strong history of disliking me. It happens. It sort of happens when you uh, like to speak freely on such platforms about uh, certain things that you disagree with. And it just so happens that the uh, the people whose platform you are on have been intimidated multiple times by the feds or are in bed with them even worse. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty proven with Twitter files exactly how deep that was just with Twitter. Um, and we can only assume that every other social media out there especially uh, the one that is cuddled up with the government the closest uh, Zuckerberg, um, is even worse than what we know. So I, I would always take that kind of information that with a grain of salt. Uh, there's no reason to assume that there's a lot they went to make sure is not undocumented. Uh, hence our government's normal documentation process of being redacted as fuck. Speaking of all the fucking uh, crossing the T's and down the I's and making sure nothing's left fucking behind, what the fuck's going on around Oprah right now? You see anything in the news about some like a lot of burning land and villages uh, being connected to her whereabouts in foreign countries where she's bought large properties? Dude, uh, so you and I were talking about this earlier today mm -hmm. and the whole Maui situation. And Hawaii fire situation is a little unsettling on a lot of standpoints. Um, I haven't been able to find a lot of, I've been able to find some proof, but uh, there's some pretty steep claims coming from some accounts that potentially have very good insight on this. Um, mm -hmm. That the governor, the emergency management administration, the fire chief, lieutenant governor, the attorney general were all not on the island when this fire broke out. You know, so I just want to. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying that the two most critical emergency officials were not there. You know, this is, yeah, it's all fucked up. And, you know, just kind of going through some of the, the tweets that we're seeing on uh, X now, or what, what do we call What do we call them now? X files, the X files. No, that's, that's fucking trademarked. We can't do that or we'll get sued. We can't say that. The fucking, um, mm. The files that are on X. <laughs> so, uh, correct, chronic I'm Angel. Just, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong just... here. Oprah Winfrey, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Justin Trudeau, etc. are buying up land in Hawaii like crazy. Light it on fire and then buy up land for nothing. What will be so special about Hawaii in the fewer? Viet, a fucking verified X user, wrote that, that uh, C9NT, Oprah, is one of the Hollywood fuckheads behind the maui hawaii fire she's buying land for her vacation home view housing blah 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 blah, blah and conspiracies wind on and on i don't think i need to get too much into detail to paint a pretty chaotic picture here that people are, are trying to pe people are starting to get really suspicious of what oprah is trying to do and other celebrities like her oh she is shady bitch oh yeah um, dude. dude uh 
there's there's a reason the emergency alert system that is supposed to be fireproof, by the way, or at least fire resistant, I should say, uh, was not activated. They have 400 sirens on that island. Yeah, there's None no fucking way, dude. There's no fucking way. <laughs> None <laughs> of them. No off. fucking way. That's like saying a tornado ripped through an area and no tornado sirens went off and killed 100 people that we know of so far. Like, and they're just doing it openly now. You know, they're not even scared of being found out. They probably know that people fucking can see what they're doing. Yeah. Well, the uh, the only system that put out a signal for uh, emergency alerts was the cell phone system. But uh-huh. guess what was burnt down and the fucking fires already and couldn't get a signal out? The repeaters? The fucking cell phone towers. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking convenient, right? Wow. Yeah. And now Biden's saying, hey, guys, don't worry. Uh, we're going to give $700 per household uh, to help with, uh, you know, the situation that they're in. Oh, yeah, because, you know, socialism is the the answer for this. And $700 per household is absolutely going to fucking help somebody right now so fucking much. Um, you know, you guys, sorry for the all, the all the curse words in this episode, but this is some pretty serious shit and it requires some serious language. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Normal people swear more effectively when they're upset. Oh. It's fucking true and you know it. And it gives you actually have a fucking higher IQ if you swear fucking more. All right. Um, <laughs> they're not filler words. They're accentuations. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I have a on a side quest note. Um, I have this theory behind letting kids hear cuss words and using them. Okay. And maybe I've touched on this before, but if not, I, I can't remember. But since there is a thousand different ways to use the words fuck, shit, damn, whatever, right? There's yeah. so many meanings and implications that you are not allowed to use them until you understand how to use them. But the only way to understand how to use them is to hear them being used. That's correct. That's correct. Because in the wrong context, the F word, for example, could mean... A variety of things that you did not intend it to mean. And that's true with all words. The English language is crazy. Yeah. And, and I it, didn't realize it, it before, but it really is very difficult, <laughs> even for native speakers. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's 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 ass backwards in a lot of ways. Um, so I, I don't hide cuss words. I, I don't not cuss around my kids. I I encourage other people to speak freely on how they would normally speak around my kids. Because I want them to know and identify at a very young age how these words are used and to be able to read a room and read a conversation correctly, no matter how that conversation is, is being detailed. I think it's uh, really important, actually, because it's it's a very big part of our language and our culture, uh, especially in certain parts of our culture. And it would it would be like not teaching, you know, certain like little kids and children, uh, certain just like words like food or something like that, or I'm hungry. Uh, you you need to understand these things to be able to comprehend and navigate life later on. It's to me, it's a big deal that they understand how to use these words and how they're being used and to interpret and identify them. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, and this like this goes beyond like, all right, let's let's talk about because I know a lot of parents out there, probably parents that don't listen to this podcast because we are fucked. No, but but seriously, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, particularly parents that you know probably don't you know jive with like you know the the dirt and the grime. Uh, I guess you could say uh, are going to hear stuff like this and say, well, what you're just going to swear in public around my kids. And, and, and to them, I'm like, no, I'm probably not going to swear excessively in front of your children. However, somebody else might, and you need to get the fuck over it. Yeah. And I'm going to say shelting your kids that much to the point where they're scared or intimidated to be in public because somebody might swear. That's yeah. part that could possibly be a problem. You, you know what my reaction would that to be? It'd be, uh, what the fuck? Why the fuck would you think I would fucking cuss in front of your motherfucking kids? God damn it, shit. Ah, fuck. Because <laughs> um, one day, you know, it just, it's going to happen. <laughs> They're going to hear it in popular culture. That's another, that's another big, big issue oh. that I have too, is like, if, you know, you can't, you can't just shield a ch- the child from all that. You can't. Well, just with the they're internet. Gonna get on the right. They're gonna get on the computer. They're gonna get on the the phone that you bought them, the thousand dollar phone that you put in their hands when they're five years old for some reason, and they're gonna fucking be like, "Oh, look at this! It's fucking porn." You know that that's yeah. You need to like watch that. That is you know your responsibility to guide them through that and say, "Hey, you know, like this is right and this is wrong, or or, or this is wrong." That's. Yeah, you know, I, I don't even have a child, and I I think I have like a basic understanding of that. Mm-hmm. Am, I the, am I on the right track here, Alan? Oh, dude, you're you're on it. Keep preaching, brother. Keep preaching. Um, you know, basically buying your child a cell phone at that age is buying them a fuckinator. Um, they're gonna be able to learn about whatever the fuck they want, and you can't stop them. You can try to put blocks on stuff, but even YouTube Kids has fucking porn that pops up and weird fucking shit and bad propaganda and grooming ass fucking shit too. Um, You, you you can't allow access to the internet and expect them not to find some fucking fuck. Um, That's just, it's just not comprehensible. Plain and simple. The only way to do it is to stop it. Uh, Get a tablet, like a Amazon tablet or something like that, that doesn't have access to certain things, but we live in a world, right? Rob, we, we live in a world where these things are what they are. And if we're going to try to shield our children from what this world is at a young age, they are not going to grow up with the correct mindset on how to navigate life. Damn, dude. I'm going to give my kid a fucking Game Boy Color. <laughs> <laughs> Just play dude. it safe. No, no, no. Nostalgic, be, nostalgic be, as fuck. Yeah, it is. It really is. And but to be fair though, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay them all. I still have my Game Boy Color. I still have all that stuff. I'm gonna lay it mm. out on a table and be like, hey, like this is what I used to play with. You know, if you want to go through with it, just so you know where these video games came from. And, and you know, I'm not I'm not gonna be the the dad that lets their kids see them play video games a lot. But you know, I enjoy playing video games a lot, and <laughs> um, and I, I will offer that to them as a part of culture because one of the things that I realized while I was exploring um, both the uh, nonpartisan and the partisan realm is that um, one side lost the culture war. They they did. And uh, when the cultural revolution happened, 
they removed themselves from it and refused to participate in or uh, even influence it. And to many, uh, to many um, extents, they did create their own culture, you know, which is, is it's important to note. But as far as like the whole Hollywood culture goes, popular culture, celebrity culture, pop music, pop art, anything popular to that extent, they lost that war. And, you know, if we're going to be setting our children up for a successful future, I think they should be able to soak in all of that and make their own choices about it. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. 100%. Man, I'm, I'm just, I, I grew up on Game Boy with like green and black, not color. Um, oh, man. I'm just, I'm just sad that I never had a Game Boy color. All right. So we got to band together and get Alan the Game Boy color for his birthday. <laughs> um, man. A lot of crazy shit in the world happening right now. Yeah. And on a yeah, side some note, weird stuff going on. Some weird stuff. And I just found a link where you can put your pets on a Hawaiian shirt. And I'm about to spend way too much money on this. <laughs> <laughs> the t-shirt game is, is out of control, dude. You can put anything on a shirt. Anything. Dude, speaking, speaking of t-shirts and putting anything on them... Um, have have you heard the news, Rob? Tell me. Have you have you heard that there is a certain website with a certain kind of merch um, that is in beta test mode right now? That is going to be live to everybody here soon. Dude, you got to fucking tell us all more about it, man. Gang, gang, merch is finally hidden. <laughs> finally. Finally, we had we had a lot of uh, a lot of speed bumps in the beginning, um, getting the right person set up for it. The first couple things didn't work out, and I know it's been a, a over a year since we started talking about this uh, online and everything. But we're we're finally getting it going. We're gonna have T-shirts, we're gonna have hoodies, the gang gang ski masks, uh, all types of stuff, and. 15% of any item sold that is $20 or more will be set back for charity purposes. 10% of any item sold that is $20 or $19.99 and less will be set back for charity purposes. Um, we will either be doing a monthly or quarterly uh, decision on where that money goes. We haven't figured that out yet. Rob, that's one of the things I actually have to talk to you about. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, man. We'll get it done. And uh, but... for, for everybody else who's just hearing about Gang Gang for the first time, uh, let me explain something about Gang that I hold very dear to my heart. Uh, gang stands for Goons Against National Government. We are opposed to government programs. So we we take it, we took it to the basics and said we're against national government. We want to help people see the value in building a tightly knit community full of loving and caring people and, and their families that groups together to solve local issues one step at a time while building very, 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 very beautiful relationships with one another in the process. Yep. And uh, teaching people how to protect themselves and arm themselves and, uh, you know, not just with uh, firearms, with knives and hand-to-hand combat and also connecting with other people uh, across the country that um, share the same beliefs as well. Um, and so this is, okay, and, go ahead. and not only that, 
but we're also into homesteading and oh, yes, self, we are. self-reliance. Uh, yes. We're into private solutions, volunteer fire departments. We're into all mm-hmm. that. This is community building at its finest. All the best parts about being American are part of our value systems. We embrace 100%. that shit. We love it. 100%. And uh, for some reason, we have been deemed a domestic terrorist group. Quite unfortunate. Because but I'll tell you we, what. Because we value community. Absolutely. You know, that's that's the biggest threat to government. The fact that they face a possible loss of their income. And by the mm-hmm. way, 50% of the federal government's income is off the back of middle-class Americans. So, you know, let's... People, people just like you and me. Yeah, that's right. People just like you and me. You know, so it's it's not as good as it could be right now, but, you know, it's definitely going to get better if we group together and we take this initiative to heart, take it seriously. You know, we drink our fucking water, we eat healthy, we grow vegetables, we raise chimkins, we cows, sheep, all that good stuff. You know, nothing like a farm fresh egg. And gosh darn it. I love it. I, I, I hate to be laughed while you're saying this, but the, the chimpkins got me. I didn't see it coming. Dude. <laughs> dude, didn't see it coming. Chimkins, dude. Oh, I love My it. favorite burbs. All right. <laughs> um, the only ones that aren't drones. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, we will uh, we will also have open panel discussion with anybody that interacts with us online about this kind of stuff, too. If there's a certain charity or cause that you would like to see us donate our quarterly or monthly earnings, uh, let us know. If there's a certain person that really needs help, let us know. Uh, we want to show the value of community and giving back, uh, not just through our actions in our own communities, but through the sales of the merch and everything. And we will be very transparent on the sales of the merch too, where we will show you that, Hey, it's cost, uh, the profit going to the person that is making everything. And then the amount that is going to us. And we just want you guys to know that we're, we're not blowing smoke. We're not grifting. We're not dangling a carrot on you. This is legit. Like we are giving back with our profits on this. Fuck yeah, dude. This is exciting. And we have a great team of dedicated people behind this that are going to help us make this happen. I am super excited. I recently freed up a lot of my time. So I'm going to have some time to spend with this on a more personal level now. It's going to be great. Just so excited for it, man. Got me all pumped yep. up now. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm, I, can't tell you how excited I am. I've been waiting to see this for uh, what we started first talk about this a year and a half ago. Yeah, it's, uh, this has been something that we've been trying to to get together for quite some time now. We've done a lot of dry runs, and you know what? It's we're just ready to do the real thing now. Yep, and it'll be a small selection at first, but it will keep growing. Um, so anything that you would like to see us do, let us know. We will be happy to keep it uh, to growing in the way that is most demanded and want to make sure that we're getting you guys all the gang gang love as possible. Hell yeah. It's all open. 
open door policy for everything. See something you don't like, tell us about it. Reach out. If there's something that you want, reach out. You know, this is this is for the people. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the record, you know, if if you embrace the values of community, of helping others, of love, of friendship, of joy, of peace, of getting in control of your health and your finances, then you're gang. You know, that's that's how you join. You just yep. it's it's not something that is lucrative. <laughs> it really isn't. You know, this yeah. is you're, for the people. You're not only gang gang at that point, but you're probably going to kicked off Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because... Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, it, it, it's fucking Facebook fucking sucks, dude. I'm going to be honest. And dude, uh, I, 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 I've literally had dozens of people reach out to me like, why did they ban theoretically, maybe potentially ban your account in Minecraft? Um, They've all like, you're wholesome. All you do is post wholesome stuff. Yeah. All you do is post, uh, you know, try and help people understand how to help their community and and lift themselves up and lift their community up and stuff like that. And I'm like, Fucking well, for it's, real. A, it's a pretty clear message that they're sending right now. If they're banning people that are posting that kind of stuff. It means they don't want to see that kind of shit. They only want misery. And you know what? That makes total fucking sense because it's the simplest explanation. Yep. It really is. Yep. They want company. Misery loves company. And you know what? Misery makes money and it's fucked mm-hmm. up. Yep. So I would like to officially uh, announce that I would like to challenge Mark Zuckerberg to a cage match. <laughs> You see the fucking dance that they're doing on fucking social media, dude? <laughs> Everybody's fucking soaking it up, dude. It's fucking hilarious. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. Fucking yeah. Elon's just trolling the shit out of fucking Zuckerberg, and Zuckerberg's like, yeah, I'll fucking kick your ass. And Mark's like, I know. You know? <laughs> yeah. But he fucking just totally fucking just gives it his 100% fucking effort in that conversation and fully commits to it. Now he's saying, I guess he's like, wants to use. He's he's open to other methods of resolving the issue as well. And a lot of people are calling him a chicken because of that. And I don't really fucking care. You know, it, well, it's just fucking he, funny. <laughs> a, a thing came out, was it yesterday, I think? Maybe the day before. Um, that it, it was a text receipt of the two of them going back and forth. And Zuck was like, hey, man, if you're not serious about this, we should stop talking about it and call it off. And Elon was like, hey, man, I'm going to be in your hometown in like a week. I can just come uh, meet you at your personal cage and we can stream it from there. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it stopped at that point. But uh, what the real issue is and what we always talk about with these distractions is they are distractions. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they are. When- this is the new bread and circus. When um, when people with this type of net worth, this type of social value, get together and do something like this, they don't just cause drama. They cause people to spend money and people to sell things and people to buy things. You know, it's causes major waves mm-hmm. that if they make the wrong move could be irreparable. 
Yeah. Caused me to sell my Xbox, my PlayStation, and buy ammo and a foregrip and a light and a new rifle. <laughs> um, it's never a bad time to buy gear. Oh, it's always a good time. It's only going to get more expensive. Do it now. Um, and you know what? The person who is going to be more most successful in that type of scenario is going to piece together their kit with what they have first and then what they can find second. They're not going to fucking spend months trying to find the perfect fucking BCG. They're not. They're going to get mm-hmm. what they can. They're going to get themselves a good solid piece of fucking work duty rated gear, you know, not just something you take and plink with. And after that, you know, it's it's whatever you can find. It's survival is about resourcefulness. You know, it's it's not about fucking getting spending thousands of dollars on Yeti gear and overlanding equipment, although I'm sure it could come in handy, you know, but when that fucking expensive ass fucking rig you got there runs out of gas and you can't find gas for 250 fucking miles, what are you going to do? Do you have solar panels? Do you have uh, a way to move? Do you have too much shit? Do you have not enough shit? You know, it, <laughs> yeah. Spend some time looking at that stuff because just uh, going into your pantry, going into your uh, your uh, footlocker, going into your ammo closet and throwing shit in a bag doesn't cut it. It really doesn't. You'd be surprised at the proportions of gear that you actually need to survive. It's different mm-hmm. than you think. Well, it's uh, almost like if you have a build-up community network that you'd be more uh, inclined to survive a situation like that. Hmm. 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 I'd also like to say it's not about buying 50 Hawaiian shirts with guns on them a year. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm we not... respect the drip. That shit's fucking great. But saying this for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do we fucking tell you guys to drink your fucking water? Drink your fucking water. Do we tell you to um... do your dry fire training? Oh, dude, that dry fire training. Did we remind you to fucking pick up that heavy ass shit every day? Oh, fucking lift some heavy at least, shit. At least at least three to five times a week. All right. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. let's 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 get real here. Uh, a lot and, of people and- who don't do this when they when they hear you got to go to the gym five days a week at four o'clock in the morning in order to get your life together or else you're not disciplined and you're a mess. That's fucking that's nuts. All right. You know. Help people yeah. walk before you tell them to run. First off, okay. don't be a dick. Nice, uh, <laughs> nice, nice subtweet to Andrew Tate. Um, and also, <laughs> you know, has anybody ever figured out who stole his chin? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just uh, like for that, some that reason, man has that man has no chin. So for some reason, whenever I think of him, you know, like. You know, I'm sure he had good intentions. You know, he just really fucked up a lot of shit, you know. But uh, for, for for whatever reason, when I think of him, I think of that painting, The Scream, when he made that pose. He got caught in the picture. Like, he was, like, doing something. And I'm sure, like, it's, like, out of context. <laughs> but he has, like, his yeah. hands on his cheeks with his mouth open. And he looks like The Scream. <laughs> <laughs> or the, what is it? The Scream, right? Is that what that, that work of art is, is called? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah. That 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 also has no chin. <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, I just I I've never understood like where his chin went. Like if his chin was just sick of his bullshit and bounced out and ran away, um, or if somebody stole it, or if it's just a, a weird mutation, he was born chinless. I'm I'm not sure what happened there, but I I do think it is a little fucking weird that he's allowed to live stream his fucking prison time and monetize it. I'm sure that was part of a plea deal. Yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. in there somewhere, you know, and I, a lot of people have uh, have asked me to comment on the situation. I always, I always reply with, you know, what do you mean? What do I think about it? What is, what's it got to do with me and what I'm doing? You know, I, I just, you know, I, to, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what I think about it. I think, I think it's a bullshit ass fucking situation. I think, um, I think if you're inviting women to cross an ocean, uh, even if you tell them that it's sex work and you know what to expect, I still think it's coercion. Um, you know, I, I think that there was no fucking class involved there. And I think if you want to be a real fucking man, then you take a, accountability for yourself first and you clean up your act and you get your shit together. And in the process, you don't have to fucking bulldoze people out of the way like a massive yeah. fucking cunt. And I think that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I think that if he had brought his message to the table with class, he would have won the world over. He had the potential to do that. And I think he still does. You know, yeah. I think I he agree. still does. I agree. And and I, I think too, uh, to everything you're saying, if uh, somebody steals your chin, you fucking go after him. <laughs> Oh, shit. the man, the man has no chin. We're we're about to be fucking spit roasted by alpha males everywhere. Watch oh, out. Fucking, fucking bring it, dude. Fucking, fucking bring, bring it. it. Like, ah, because uh, you know what? I swear to God, dude, my, my real opinion on the matter is that a real fucking man doesn't give a fuck what some mm-hmm. fucking rich dude is doing in fucking Europe. Yeah, you're taking care of you and your own to begin with. A real man is fucking managing his fucking health, his finances, and taking care of his family. That's yeah, what a real that's man is doing. That's what he's concerned about. 100%. That's why my only opinion on him is that he has no chin. Because I don't give a fuck what he says. I really don't. I don't give a fuck what he says and people like him. Because if you're taking care of your shit, you're taking care of your family, you're taking care of your people, you don't have fucking time to sit there and try to listen to some self-promoted guru on how to be a fucking alpha male. But I have no chin. (laughs) It's a funny situation, man. Uh, Modern times are wild. Um, All I got to say is that I'm glad that I spawned into the middle of the 90s. I'm I'm glad I got to experience like a good fucking four or five years of it. Oh, dude, I I miss the '80s. I wish I, I had I spawn, that. I spawned in the '80s, and um, you got to see fucking America achieve the ideal time period, and then it, it just it fucking was, went to shit. Yeah, we didn't we didn't know it at the time, but that was that was peak America. Um, absolutely peak peak America. Uh, I'm literally I'm rocking a Hawaiian shirt right now that is highlighter blue with highlighter pink. Uh, I'm I'm rocking a bracelet that my my neighbor's daughter made for me that that she actually made just to match this shirt. 
that has highlighter blue colored rubber bands and and highlighter pink uh, beads on it. Probably rocking it because if a five year old girl makes you a bracelet, you fucking wear it. Fuck yeah, you um, do. <laughs> That's especially what's up. if it's if if their family is somebody that you call family in your community. Um, hundred percent. So, I mean, my my drip is very very much a mix of 80s nostalgia and, and current nostalgia and uh my favorite camos that's great man that's great um and uh, uh, also, unfortunately... also, oh go ahead uh, also uh just my underwear uh if it's my neighbors seeing me at 11 o'clock at night because uh <laughs> train how you would fight and if you're gonna clear your house and do some cqb training you're probably going to wake up in the middle of the night just in your, your underwear. And so you should train clearing your house and your underwear. Just big neon, fan of that. neon green, tidy whities, an extra small highlighter blue Hawaiian shirt, and a vest that's painted like a construction vest. Oh, <laughs> and fucking, um, and fucking. <laughs> not, not be. Pit vipers. And fucking you, you, ever, you ever uh you ever watched Jackass before? Like any yes. other movies or videos? Remember yes. uh Chris Pontius when he would do uh his dancing and he would pull off the snap-on pants and have uh that thong <laughs> yeah. that was just meant to look like uh, a cartoon nose? Yes. <laughs> That's what I wear when I, I do house training. <laughs> <laughs> All the lights on in the house. These neighbors are going to get a show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've never gotten a sheriff knocking on the door yet, but I expect it one day. <laughs> hey, did you know that everybody could see you? <laughs> sure did. Train how you fight, buddy. Train how you um, fight. <laughs> that is called the psychological advantage, my friends. Yeah. And then I'm gonna invite that deputy in and say, "Hey, do you want to practice room clearing with me? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some CQB." <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. Real, real talk, real talk though. Uh, if 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 it's got to come to CQB, if it's got to come to CQB, then you got to fucking consider that first of all, ploop, <laughs> ploop. Yep. Sometimes two ploops, maybe like five ploops. I mean, I, I you'll I, fucking I die. <laughs> may or may not have certain piggy banks around the house set up strategically that contain Tannerite and Minecraft. <laughs> Definitely also, do not repeat this behavior. Uh, yeah, I also uh, on my my CQB rifle, I have it sighted in it. 30, 35 feet. And I have a lot of people that can be crap for that all the time. And I'm like, I'm I'm sorry, but am I going to use this for anything further than that? Right, right, exactly. You know, you want to have an appropriate tool for the job. You know, yeah. when when a uh when a carpenter goes to cut a piece of two by four for you know, I don't know, fucking something, he doesn't pull out a fucking <laughs> saw blade that's like 10 feet in fucking diameter dude he fucking pulls out a sawzall or something you know it, it, use what's appropriate for the fucking job yeah 
Yeah. Sight your red dot in for your home defense rifle accordingly for the longest place in your house. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, make sure you can turn. Make sure you could turn. And make sure you know uh, how to turn if if you need to compensate. Because work your uh, hips. You know, not only that, but like you're not you're not on a range, dude. Like you're in a little tiny maze. Mm-hmm. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you can't fucking carry your fucking shit through the hallway and let's get real, you're only gonna have time to grab one thing and one thing only, and maybe like two things. Um if you, well, if you carry that, that rifle with you through the house and you can't fucking even turn to give yourself cover and ideally cover and concealment, then what even is life? Because yeah. you're about to not have it if it's really that serious. Unless you have the sign that you have in the front of your house. What's that? Or maybe you thought about, maybe you told me you were going to order it potentially. Um, I think it was a uh, burglars. Please allow 10 minutes for me to put my. Oh yeah. Helmet. Yeah. Give me, <laughs> give me like fucking 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. I got to fucking put my, my Kevlar fucking helmet on. I got to put my fucking nods on. I got to put my fucking, my level fucking four plates on the fuck you like you might have time to throw a fucking plate carry on you know it, it's it that shit's but just remember all that shit's fucking heavy and you have to fucking run through your house in your fucking socks with a fucking rifle or a oh. handgun and not yeah, fucking I, trip and fall and make a lot of noise did you just inadvertently say that you sleep naked except for socks on i mean you have to wear socks otherwise <laughs> i mean <laughs> Otherwise, it's gay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, like that's that's the conditions that you're going to be fighting in. Like, if it comes to that, you know. I and I hope, yeah. and you know, like with as many of us are, it's it's likely not to happen, you know. But you know, to the percent of percentage of people that it does happen to, and it does happen, you know, it's those are going to be your conditions. It's going if it's a home invasion in the morning, it's going to be dark. You're going to be disoriented. You're going to be jolted awake. Um, you might not wake up until they enter your room and they may be like that close before you wake up, you know, and it's not to scare you. It's to, it's to tell you that you need to prepare, uh, imagining the situation a thousand times in a daydream at work is not good enough. You need to do it like 30 minutes to an hour, um, dedicate a day out of the week to actually train and then go through the motions like dry firing and just like, you know, drills every night before bed, you know, at like between before you shower, um, you know, that's just weapon familiarization. Yes. That's, that's training. It is yep. training. Even if you're dry firing, that's training. It's proven training. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, every time I go to the range, I do better and better because of my dry fire training. And I, I keep reaching out further and further uh with more accurate shots with my edc pistol i mean if you can hit on target within a two inch space with your 3.6 inch barrel at 50 feet tell me dry fire training didn't help me hit that yeah like plain and simple do some reloading drills too. do that with your dry fire makes just switch the magazines out just you know Practice mm-hmm. taking it out and putting it back in with one magazine. Just with one mag. Don't even fucking drop the mag. But you wear know? shoes. Yeah, wear shoes. Do it. You know what? Um, I've 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 you know, I've big fucking 
I, I could start a whole debate about the springs inside of magazines. Um, maybe something to consider. You don't want to drop your magazine a lot onto the floor, you know, because things do break, you know, and oh, it's a magazine. It's meant to be dropped, you know, may, maybe, you know, but uh, how many times can you drop that magazine you know, before it becomes not dependable? I'm sure there's a whole debate behind that. Uh, you know, me, I'm not an expert. I'm going to drop it onto a couch. I'm going to kneel in front of a couch, you know, or stand in front of a couch, whatever, stand, stand over the bed, drop the magazine there. But even before you get to that point and look at your hands, look at what you're doing. Um, just take the magazine out and put it back in, you know, just do that a bunch of times. Then when you get familiar with that, then switch to another, pulling it out of your waist. And then just pull it out of, of your waist or wherever you keep it or wherever it is, and then put it back. Then pull it out and put it back. You know, just repeti- yep. doing that repetition is going to make it muscle memory because when it's dark, like I said, if it's dark, you have to do this in the dark. You know, you may be able to see your hands in front of your face. You know, that's yeah, that's that's what counts. Yeah, I, I actually have an old dog bed that I use uh, if I'm in an area that I'm I'm practicing that on, so it drops on that. Um, and a big believer in pulling it in and pulling it out, putting it in and pulling it out, uh, when it's dark and (laughs) (laughs) I just realized the fucking innuendo. (laughs) So, but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely practice. Um, you know, if you keep your bags with, uh, you know, mag holder on your belt. If you keep them in your fanny pack, like I do for my snacks and mags. Um, if you're a weirdo and you just keister a mag, um, and the old prison purse all the time, that's fine too. Um, and you know, there's, and I just want to like quell something real quick. Um, a lot of, there's a lot of people out there, the argument against doing this type of training is it's like, what are you scared of? You know, like, what are you scared of? I'm like, to them, I say, well, do you prepare for a fire? Do you do you teach your kids and your wife or whoever what to do in the event of a fire? Do you practice tornado drills at school, fire drills? Did you grow up doing that? Did you plan for what would happen if you get laid off? Did you know you plan for all this other shit, but you don't plan for what happens if somebody breaks into your house? Yeah, you know, like that's that's like that's potentially life threatening. That's something that did, could probably kill you. Did you train to drive your car? Right. You know, like we train for all this other stuff. We go to work, we train, we go to school, we train, you know, you go to the gym, you train, you know, why wouldn't you train to protect yourself? Yeah, hopefully it never uh, comes to a point that you have to use your training and really, really seriously, hopefully it never happens. But Training like this is a lot like a parachute. If you are not prepared and you don't have it, it's only going to happen once. Right. Right. And, you know, with that, I think um, we talked about a lot today. You know, like like I said, I had to go into the trenches to find Alan after he got fucking banned. Did I did find Facebook. a cool trench lighter, though. A trench lighter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, while I was down there, I mean, figured I'd look for stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, no, old school World War trench lighters, man. Uh, they they literally built them out of anything. Yeah, and 
there, there's some that are made out of uh, some really cool stuff. Um, I have been looking on auction sites on potentially buying one just as like a, a table piece. They're really um, cool. Yeah, he's, he's not lying. Yeah. I have seen some yeah. before and uh, troops got quite innovative while they were down there for days at a yep. time inside of their own heads. I could only imagine. And with that being said, I would like to leave us with these kind words. Drink your mother fucking water. Drink that fucking shit. Drink that motherfucking water every day and do your dry fire training. Do your fucking dry fire training. And definitely Lift heavy shit. pick Lift that heavy, heavy shit, shit up all Lift the it. fucking time. Maybe Lift not all the time, but enough. Pick it up. Pick it up enough. Do it enough times a week. Yeah. Walk or run. Do yeah. something. That shit's important. It's for you. Don't do it for other people. Do it for you. Do it for yeah. your children in the future or your future children or your future self or your future partner, whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it because you want to show off Do it for you because it's going to make you healthy. You'll be able to take care of your family in the future. They'll be there still be- for people who love you. Go be a healthy motherfucker that loves their family, that loves their community and takes care of both. Absolutely. That's how you make a fucking impact. It's little things, little things. Somebody's going to look up to you one day and you're, or you're going to find yourself in the middle of a situation you prayed for a long time ago. You're going to say, damn. And you're going to realize, damn, I'm still committed, you know, because it doesn't fucking stop. You don't reach your goals and stop. You stay committed. You maintain it. And remember, if you get complacent, the goals you had five years ago, you've most likely have already achieved and are at right now where you wanted to be five years ago is who you are today. Don't get complacent, set new goals, keep pushing forward, keep lifting people up. Absolutely. No growth, no growth unless we grow together. Fuck yeah. So with that, I'm glad we got together today for another episode of the Anti-Politics Podcast. You can find us on X, our files of X, at AP pod at anti-politics pod at anti-politics pod. That's where we post our episodes at. I'm on Twitter at AP Rob for Liberty. Alan's on yep. Twitter at Alan underscore Lemp uh, or on X. Not, Sorry. I keep saying Twitter. It's uh, a force. I have oh, fucking twat. Um, you can also, <laughs> you can also find me on uh, at Dana Scully. Uh, Will you marry me forever? Um, because <laughs> X-Files. <laughs> Hell yeah. She she was so hot back in the day. <laughs> but yeah, Alan underscore Lemp. Uh that's that's about the only place you can you can find me right now because uh I live in, in Minecraft. Hell yeah. All right, y'all. And we love you. We love you very much. And we want you to drink that fucking water all the time. Ooh, drink it so good. Clear pee pee. Clear pee pee. You have a nice day. Damn.